Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Monkey Business Show. We have with us uh, Tobias, I think. Is it is that you behind that <laughs> mustache? That's me. I changed my identity. I'm a new man now. Wow, man. I'm not sure if you can pull it off. <laughs> what is your wife and your kids saying? They look at you like, huh? Is that you, daddy? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just like, you know, why not? I'm just staying at home. I'm just like, just trying it out, you know? Like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, there. you know, there is only like, what, 15,000 concurrent people watching you every single time you play. Yeah, it's a good time to pull yeah. it off. Exactly. Amazing. Well, dude, how, how have you been enjoying the, the major and all that? Well, we don't know when this podcast is going to come out, so we have to keep it a little bit more open. But let's say, yeah, maybe not talk about the major. So we have an adventure that we're going to be uh, having together. Uh, right after the major, I am flying to Malaysia. <laughs> My first yeah, time there. Yeah. All right, so where are you going to take me? Uh, what, what is the, the best place to go around? Oh, dude. I don't even know. I think I have to ask my wife about that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just staying here, home, streaming all day, playing Dota, watching Dota. Dude, I've been playing more Dota now than I probably ever played in like really? my pro career. You know? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I saw yeah. some interview that that you did uh, where you said that, <laughs> that uh, the what is it called the competitive bug was ta -ta 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 -ta, that you wanted to come back to play and, and all that so hmm, hmm. you found the motivation yeah. that you you felt that you were lacking at one point yeah i think i found my like love for the game again kind of awesome. like yeah i'm i'm having a good time playing and like figuring out my own stuff and now watching this major like it's getting me pretty like hyped up because like there's like a lot of like uh things that i feel like i'm missing out when i'm not there like i cannot show like like i have this cool stuff that i'm i've been playing yeah. and all this stuff so that's the that's the things i'm missing for sure when i'm not part of the scene i think you have to time your your return when Lizardman makes it into the game. Just just time it perfect, you know? So you can just dominate everybody with Lizardman. <laughs> just uh, kill got, everybody. It, it, got nerfed. Yeah, it got nerfed pretty bad, and I haven't played it actually since the nerfs. So. Oh, no. Sorry. They, they killed yeah. your friend. Yeah, they did. How is your Haskar, Topson? Is that one of your heroes now? No. <laughs> not not my hero. Not your hero, not yet. Last time last last time Husker was my hero was when uh uh the passive gave damage. Okay. And armed Docul was very instant. That's when I Husker was my hero. Mm -hmm. After that, no not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, so how are you seeing the major? There's a lot of people really doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh BCM is popping off. I think Boom from Gaming Gladiators he's so fucking cool as well. But what are your favorite mid players to watch in the major? Uh, I haven't like watched like mid players like that closely. It's more, I mean, yeah, I was watching a lot of the EG's games, and <laughs> I was watching. I I was more mainly looking at games like uh, that were like between different regions. Uh, okay. Not so like if there's like a, I don't know what games were there. 
maybe like uh, gladiators versus was there other wait i can't remember now but anyway if there's like a eu versus eu team i'm not so much like interested in that and more like if there's like a eu versus na or eu versus uh, c teams like i just wanted to see like how they match against each other and stuff so Oh. That, that was like that's like the more interesting for me. Not not so much like EU versus EU or C versus C or stuff like that. So uh, we were talking about that you haven't really been like differentiated by region. But what are the like the, the favorite heroes or your favorite playstyles that you're enjoying? Are you enjoying this cuddle blasting everybody? Is that a playstyle that you enjoy, or you see more like the uh, storm spirit every game in EG? Uh, I was actually, yeah, I was interested in the storm thing, like, I I am, like, curious what people see in it, and I still haven't, like, I haven't been convinced that the hero is not abusable, basically, like, I, I think, okay. I think, uh, you know, in my opinion, like, I still haven't been convinced about that, so it's been very interesting to me to, like, you know, see, like, what people see in it, and why is it literally first picked and stuff like that so i mean i get it it's a solid laner he has doesn't need much farm and he just like 25 minutes comes he's just zipping around with whatever bkb nulls and stuff so in that sense yeah i see it but i feel like it's like very basic like it's like you know decent but it's like i feel like it's almost never like super game winning or stuff so I'm, I haven't been super convinced by that. And then, I don't know, I hate Pakna with all my life. I'm, I'm <laughs> so done with that hero. Like, they literally made one of my favorite heroes with one single uh -huh. change, and they ruined it for me completely. I hate it so much. Why? Now. Talk to me. Tell me. Tell me. Why did they ruin the hero for you? I mean, the Netherworld. It's basically all about Netherworld now. The Netherworld is yes. absolutely broken. And then the small balance patch came. And they nerfed the other spells instead of nerfing the netherward. They oh, nerfed okay. Deckrep and stuff, so... I was, like, a bit pissed. Like, dude, do they not see it? The only reason it's being picked is because of the netherward. So just nerf that. <laughs> nerf that spell instead of the other spells. So I was... Uh, Can was, you play middle, like, with the netherward? Or is it more like a support when you have the netherward? I mean, you can still like play it. Like, it's, it's basically the same mid now. I mean, it's still better mid than it was before, but... It's the the netherworld is the broken part about the hero, so people just play it as a support because he doesn't need items. He just needs netherworld leveled and deck rep for the saves and life drain for heals. That's it. So it that's makes it. more sense to play as a support. No. So what are your favorite heroes right now uh, to play on the patch or that you're watching people play? And I was like, okay, yeah, this hero is fucking cool. Uh, my favorite heroes right now, I think. I actually been loving Tiny a lot, Tiny mid, and mm. and then just pretty basic heroes like Void Spirit and uh, Earth Spirit a lot, a lot of Earth Spirit, and those are probably my three top heroes right now that I love playing. And they, you think Earth Spirit middle is back, or just yeah. the yes, Earth Spirit is middle is back? No, there's this Earth Spirit spammer in C that that kind of inspired me. Maybe a month ago or so, uh, because there was a lot of like small changes to Earth Spirit, like how the roll works and the cast point of the spells, and mm -hmm. so it was like I was a bit like, uh, I don't want to try this. Like there's like the old test cast point now, and the roll is a bit uh, faster, so it's like you have to get used to it. 
it was felt really weird for the first couple of games, but when I got used to it, like it, it feels super strong and like super smooth to play. And now that their role scales with strength, also, it it's just a uh, I don't know. The hero scales like crazy. I think is he's like the to me he's like the old tiny a bit, but like much stronger th team fighter like TI nine mm -hmm. tiny that's just. Keeps running around and killing everybody. This this hero can do the same, but he teams like team fights better. Just a weaker laner. That's it. How do you build it? Like you used to build it with us. The I mean, you have several builds. You know, with her spirit, you had at one point you have the the one that you hit twice, mm, and then you saber, had also yeah. the strength one. Then you have also the, the <laughs> of course the the shotgun <laughs> build from Tobias. Mm. Or what is the build right now? Uh, I just rushed Vessel, literally. There's too many strength heroes and tanky heroes, so I'm just like... I go to my lane, I rush Bottle, then I buy maybe Magic Stick, and Vessel. No boots. Just Vessel rush. No boots? Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> I buy boots after Vessel, and then, then I just rush BKB. Like, every hero just rushes BKB after that, right? Like, yeah, If you yeah. don't buy Everybody BKB has... first or second item in Dota right now, you, you are making a mistake. You're stupid. You disrespect yourself and your nation. You are made of stupid. Basically. <laughs> I remember, dude, a few years ago, BKB was like the lowest in item. And now is core in every single one of the of the cores. You have to buy it. You have to buy a BKB. Yeah, BKB because, timing is what is going to be the team fight. Yeah, because Dota is so much about the team fight now. And like, everybody just makes this kind of, you have to have a lineup with a lot of team fight or if, if you don't, then the other team has, then you just, it's super hard to play Dota. So yeah. people have figured I mean, that you out. You saw us losing the, zero game, the four games. We got Death Ball over and over and over and over and over. Mm. <laughs> the, the 16 to 25 minute Death Ball. Like yeah. you say, in Steam Fire, and if you cannot stop it, that's it. You cannot play Dota because you cannot yeah. win five on five. Yeah, it's really it's really hard if you have a weaker team fight. It's, it's really hard to play Dota. So do you do you like where Dota is right now? This team fighting Dota? I mean I do. Like I, I feel like I've given into it. Like uh I've kinda accepted it. Um, mm -hmm. to me, like I I love this like uh the first twenty minutes of Dota are always like super exciting to me, like how you take these early fights and like these fights before like any items basically where it's just raw spell casting and maximizing literally every HPU and like you know when when Dota gets later to the game it's all about who gets a jump press right away press all your spells and <laughs> shit just blows up you know but early game it's like you can really like push it to the limit so that's that's the most fun part about Dota for sure for sure for me so I'm gonna have a controversial opinion that I'm gonna share in this podcast uh, for the first time Dota, it's moving towards spell casting and fights like League of Legends. People mm. are getting blown up right now. But funny enough, League of Legends is moving into team fights like Dota. They have massively nerfed blowing people up and burst because they want the team fights to be a little bit longer. But mm. I know that some of the team fights right now are longer, but people are getting blown up in this patch. They're instant kill, bomb, and that's it. So I see what you're saying, and it's more like, are you ready in the perfect moment to jump and blow up all the spells, you know? And if so, 
you can see people just dying immediately. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I feel like, I feel like, to me, to me, I feel like Dota has always been like when the game gets late. That that's when, no matter what, people will just blow up if if they're out of position. And and then uh, late game Dota is just all about like the positioning and the vision game and who gets a jump. And it's it's more stressful than the early game skirmishes where you don't you can see two guys and you might just be like, okay, I can maybe take this fight and see where it goes and stuff like. Things happen slower, and you don't get bursted from 100 to zero usually. So, but yeah, I feel like uh, to counter your point, I, I feel like Dota has like late game Dota has always been like that. Okay, so, it's always been yeah. like that. Yeah. I was watching yesterday. I don't know. I don't remember what game it was, but there was like a CK, and it was late late game, and they were literally blowing up the cores in like in two seconds. If they were able to catch the core without the team being there, without the BKB, it was the EG game or something like that. Yeah, people just blow up, pop. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. It's in a fun place, Dora, I think. This major, I so far, has been very good to see for me, the European teams. I wanted to see them doing well, you know? Yeah. yeah Tandra finished first in the group, then OG finished second. Gaming Gladiators finished first in the other group, and well, right now they're playing the tie breaks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, I want them to see how good these fucking teams are, you know? Because we have to see them all the time. <laughs> and it's annoying to have them, you know? It's still gonna be internet's gonna be full of people. Why? Why does you have four slots? Weakest region, blah blah blah. All this stuff. It's always the same. Yeah. But yeah, if I, I, I yeah, go ahead. If I yeah, if I come back to the scene, like I, there's no way I'm playing anywhere else but Europe. I'm not gonna like wanna shoot myself in the leg and play another region to be weaker, like. There's n- hmm. Tobias' uh, life changes, eh? So now you're coming back to Europe? <laughs> you're going to be relocating to Europe? Uh, yep, I think so. I think so. I see. <laughs> I see. Interesting. I thought that best. you're done with Malaysia for a while? Or do you just want to go back to... Do You haven't seen your family also in a while. You've been six months there. Yeah, I've been here for six, seven months almost now. Uh, okay. We're going back this summer to visit and we'll see if I'm going to stay longer. Let's see what happens and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I made some like thinking and stuff now that I feel like I want to come back to the scene at some point, maybe after TI if there's no better opportunity. But uh, yeah, I definitely want to stay in Europe. So I think the staying in Malaysia has to, <laughs> has to stop, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't think that we needed to say this, but I'm going to say it either way. We love BCM. BCM is playing fantastic. Yeah, uh, Topson and I yeah. have spoken about it and it's never be like, oh, dude, when you want to come back, BCM we will just drop him. No, no but I, no, I think that it was good to know that you want to feel back, that, you know, like the world of Dota is better with you in it. So if yeah, you're yeah. passionate about it, I think that's super fun. Yeah. Oh, of course. Like I'm not expecting to have any slot ready for me anywhere, but... It's like, you know, just wanted to let everybody know that I want to come yeah. back to the scene at some point when the Have moment you is right. Watching the kid play. Sorry. Have you been watching him play? This yeah, season? of course. Dude, like he is, he's amazing. Very and, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. He's seems like a chill dude, and he's really good at the the game for sure. 
he's very kind. I mean, I, obviously, he's a very different person than you, but you're both like these kind of like players are more quiet. And I'm, I'm obviously, I know you much better than I know him, but he's a, he's a good dude. Eh? He's a good dude. And I think he takes a lot of pride on, on doing really well himself. You know, yeah. it's always like, we're always generalizing, but it's always not for generalizing. But you can see mid players are different people that carry players, you know, and they're different people than offlaners. They okay. just are, my opinion, you know, you just like different things. So when you're in mid lane, it's just like, okay, I have the one on one here. How do I stomp this guy, you know? And then after that, is the, the mentality is like, okay, now how do I disrupt the game, you know? Where do I go that I can fuck more people over, you know? <laughs> Where do I go that I can disrupt the game more? And you were very good at that. And I think my favorite thing that I've, I mean, I, I like so many of your of your game faces, you know, but when you're doing the lane and stages, I was watching you yesterday play, you were a void spirit versus Pango and you kill him twice in the first five minutes. And I saw it, I saw it that you knew that it was gonna happen and you knew that you were gonna kill him, but you were not rushing him because you knew that the next time he was gonna get to the creep, you were gonna kill him. And I think that's the Topias that we all grew up watching the domination, but I think that BCM has found, and very rightfully so, you know, a, a way that he plays where he doesn't get compared to you all day. Because, yeah. dude, imagine just following you. Like, for me, you are, like I said it many times, like, you're probably the most creative player in the world, and you've been always my favorite player. So imagine being BCM 16, it's like, no, fuck, I need to yeah. follow this guy. <laughs> no, and like, if I look at the team, like, OG, how they're playing, like, I, I know I couldn't fill the role that BCM is filling in the team right now like I know it would be very strange for me uh, also like uh, you know players, players are different like he he has his own style he he's very I don't know he kind of reminds me of Miracle a bit from the earlier mm -hmm. days you know very very skilled very good at the laning and just I don't know he's just so good like watching his invoker like Fine, the confidence yeah. he has, like just going explored, just rushing Midas, travels, all this stuff, and then the way he casts his spells, like I don't know, like when I play Exord in Walker and then I have all these items, I'm just struggling to do stuff in the fight, like hitting the spells, like and then he he's just casting perfectly. It's just amazing to watch. I think that he has a better Exord than you, but you have a better quest or ex or more experienced Hardwax because you were very, very dangerous in Crosswax. You were. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. so many fucking games. I remember this TI game where you were really suffer suffering in lane and then you started rotating with Tornado AMP and you just fucked people up. That was it. You decided that the other people were not allowed to play Dota anymore. That's it. Yeah. You guys didn't let me play for five minutes and now you don't get to play for 20. It was fun. Yeah. Invoker was. I don't know. Invoker was so much stronger than. The vessel was so much stronger. Uh, I don't know. What's the? I think the hero was faster a bit. The Wex gave more move speed, I believe, and then Ghostwalk was so much better. And then he had so much better talents and stuff. So the hero was overall just kind of broken. So I had that going for me. That's that's my that's my strat every time. I find the Broken stuff. Lizardman. Yeah. <laughs> Lizardman again. Yeah. People are like sleeping or something. I'm like, hmm, this sounds broken. Why do people not play it? And then I, then I make it broken before people like uh, catch up. So how is it possible that you play Dawn Dawnbreaker in TI 
and it looked like the most broken meat hero anybody have ever seen. And you were the only person that picked me the whole tournament. I think somebody else picked it carry once. Core carry. Oh yeah, the Nightfall. BP, he was right? playing it yeah. carry a couple games at least. Uh, okay. He was doing like a Radiance build. And... I mean, so I just why got... Why did make it so broken, dude? How did it look so broken in your hand in middle? And why <laughs> we didn't play it first pick it every game? <laughs> well, if... Uh... If you would see it one or two more games, you would realize, like, oh shit, the zero is actually not that good. <laughs> I was just so saying why that did it work, that game? The stars aligned, all right? The enemies uh, picked bad heroes. Uh, I got lucky, kind of, with the small cams. I don't know, th things just went exactly the way I saw it in my head, like, the perfect way that it can happen. I was like, Farming the way, farming his camp, farming my camp. I had like 40 CS, <laughs> four minutes in or something. I don't know. It was some crazy stuff. But yeah, Matt, probably if you see these... me, yeah. probably if you see me play another game, I'm gonna be like uh, feeding, gonna have like zero impact and stuff like that. So that's why we didn't play it. Too. I didn't ask for it again. But why do you ask for it in that specific game? You saw it because I don't remember what it was. It was one of the last picks or where was it in the draft? It was like a Void Spirit mid and then Dusa carry. I don't know if I saw the Dusa. I saw the Void Spirit and then I saw some other heroes. But I think it was like mainly like a kind of like no stun physical damage lineup. So then I was like, mm -hmm. perfect. Give me Dawnbreaker. I'm going to smash them. And that's it. Fucking yeah. Tobias, out of nowhere, you know? I'll give me this hero that nobody has played or hold the eye. <laughs> and then you make it look like he was Superman or Superwoman in this case. It was insane. Yeah. Dude, and it was, why is always Quincy Crew? It really feels like this comedic moment, you know? Like Quincy Crew did everything they needed to do that game, that series, to be great competitors. On game one, they had us. They had us. Yeah. And you decided that you were not going to go home. You decided with your voice spirit that, no, nah, no, I'm actually going to stay. I remember one specific fight on the top of a map where you jump with your axe into the Winter Wyvern and Lion. Was it Phoenix? And I think. You, Phoenix and Lion, I, I think. Oh, Phoenix and Lion. And yeah, then I you yeah, I think it was Phoenix. Silence them, right? Because the. the yeah, I had a point with the axe. Yeah, yeah. And turn the fight around. And you fuck both of them up. You. Solo kill Lion, solo kill Phoenix, <laughs> and then kept running around. Dude, that game was. I mean, fuck. If that was your one of your last games, you know, the highlights were there. You know, the Dawnbreaker and the Void Spirit to two zero, Quincy Crew. It was a two zero or two one. It was. It was two zero. I think. Yeah, I think it was two zero. Yeah, yeah. It was the Void Spirit and the and the Dawnbreaker. Yeah. There were some uh, lowlights of TI too, you know, like TI yeah, as well. So. 
<laughs> Which one's your low light of the oh, of this my, year? My low light of TI was. Wait, was it against uh, Secret? Or... We got two O by Secret on the upper bracket, yeah. And I was playing Hoodwink into a Tinker Lane. So that was probably Secret. That was definitely yeah, my low light. You were not playing Hokin. You yeah. you selected Hodgkin, but you couldn't play Hodgkin. Yeah, I could not play it. I got completely That's destroyed nice. by the Tinker on lane, and the game just crumbled. Like I don't know what happened exactly, but most of the games on the main event, it just felt like mm -hmm. something just happened during the laning stage, and then the game was over. <laughs> we just got like super outplayed and maybe outdrafted yeah. also. Do you think that the Hoodwin can play against Tinker in a normal one-on-one -on -one if things are normal or without like the Bane and all that? Or is no. it just a bad matchup? It's yeah. a really bad matchup. I didn't know how bad it would be. And then, <laughs> well, now I know. This is this is the part that people don't get to see about Tobias that I, that I love. Well, I didn't know, so we're going to try it on the middle of the stage. Okay, we're going to try Hoodwin versus Tinker. I'm going to try... Mm, this Stonebreaker sounds good, you know? Why not? Yeah, yeah, you just fine. gotta like, I don't know, you just gotta go with it, I guess, like, mm -hmm. hope that it works, and you like, just have to trust your judgment. Sometimes it just looks like super bad, but but I don't know, that's how I like it. If I can make so it work most mention. of the time, then the sometimes that it doesn't work, then I'll take it. <laughs> so one of the things that we always talk about, and I think that now that time has passed, maybe we can be a little bit more specific about it. Because there was a lot of... You, you can tell me if you don't want to talk about this, okay? But during TI, I felt that you were getting exposed because your core players will not go in, or your carry players will not go in, or your support players will not go in. Like, the whole thing with Topias is you, you need to know that Topias is going to go in every time. And one of the things that we loved about Anna is that Anna will go in every time. He didn't give a fuck. If he dies, yeah. he dies. Yeah, I think he it's went just. Uh, I think it was just more simpler to play then. Like we just had like different level of trust on each other, and then I think Anna also makes the game more simple to play. He he doesn't complicate things. He he underst he understands like kind of like you know when when to hit the buildings, when to hit the rows what does my team need from me, you know, like if 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 Tobias needs that I go in and he, he does it without even like, you know, doing stuff. Mm -hmm. It's uh it's just I think he just understood better how uh, we work as a team and what was needed from him in a way. So I guess that made it easier. But yeah, I don't really have like I don't really know what exactly is, is it that didn't work out with us and stuff, but I, I think it's just we just didn't sync as a team as well as you know our previous yeah. roster. It happens like it. It's it's hard to get the right people together, and winning TI is uh, it's very hard. <laughs> well, for using Missy, the first two, you know. Well, we got. I we think got the... I mentioned this. I mentioned this because in the new roster, these kids go in. Yeah. You have to go in because if you don't go in, Amar is alone every time. <laughs> and if you don't go in, BSM, BCM is alone every time because they go in. They don't give a fuck. 
I don't know if you saw it. There was a, a game the other day that was very clowny. That Seb is pushing uh, tier two by himself top or tier three by himself top. It's playing the <laughs> so right? These three monkeys are diving the base on another lane, just killing people. It was like, okay, guys, I guess you learn from from the other two. You know, it gave me a lot of like Topias and Ana vibes, just jumping around people for no fucking reason. <laughs> so you join OG and suddenly it's just in your blood, you know, like suddenly you just have this, <laughs> you just must go in. <laughs> <laughs> the caveman inside you just wakes up, you're like, we're, we're the OG, we yes. fight. Have you spoken to Anna lately? I spoke to him two days ago. Oh, he was asking me about streaming actually and stuff. He was, mm -hmm. he was interested in, maybe he's going to stream. I don't know if I should talk about it, if he wants me to talk about it, but he was just <laughs> asking me about it. Like, he might yeah, do some streaming me, and stuff. I, because I talked to him, you know, like a few months ago, he was playing hardcore. He was really, really playing hardcore. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about him because he's not here, but, you know, he was playing hardcore. And I think that at one point, he was like, maybe I, I can't do this, you know, maybe I could do this. And I think mm -hmm. that maybe the opportunity that he wanted didn't present or something that was exciting for him. And the problem with Dota, well, I mean, you know this very well, is that if you don't find something that you enjoy about Dota, mm. just grinding for the sake of it is not really that fun. Yeah. So yes, either you stream or you're on a team or like a month and a half later, he was like playing 10 pops a day or something like that. He was yeah, really he playing. Was, we were kind of like snipe queuing each other a lot of the time and he was playing yeah. all the time and I was playing all the time. It was fun. Um, I mean, I can, like, I guess I can say this, like he was asking me and I was kind of talking to him, like maybe we like, make a team here and join some team. Mm -hmm. he, he was interested, but then I was like, yeah, as I said earlier, like I, I think the comp competition is in EU and like if I join a team, like it has to be 100% serious. And I know if I join some team here in C, there's some, it's going to be me, Anna, plus some guys I'm really not like, how to say this, uh, I don't, like, if I look at these players, like, I, I feel like it's harder for me to find a squad that works than if I mm -hmm. play in Europe, so it was like, and it was like kind of last minute, so I was... Yeah, I don't think Anna wants to live in Europe, though. I mean, yeah. if he wasn't, he didn't a few months ago, who knows, you know, where he's at right now. Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, I don't know, Anna, Anna is kind of like, yeah, he sometimes loses the motivation then, but... I just wish yeah. he would. I, I wish he would find it. He's the. I know. I know. He's the mastermind of Dota. So. Mastermind of Terry. So right after going with you, um, I'm actually going to Australia. So I might try to see him there. I might try to get lunch with, or dinner with him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm doing the Tobias Anna uh, <laughs> tour. Uh, yeah, dude. For me, it's exactly what you're saying. I again always, I mean, in a selfish way. I love Dota, so Dota is always more fun if Topias and Anna are playing, you know? Like, I like when they play for, for us, <laughs> I like that a lot, but you know, if not, just seeing you guys play would be fun. But I think that you're right, culturally, maybe skill-wise, SCA is there, they have fucking incredible players, but I think culturally, have you considered that maybe you are jaded to the fact that you play with Johan and Seb, because they are very unique. You play with Johan and Seb, Anna and Jesse. I don't know if you could find a dynamic like that at all. 
And I, let me elaborate because now that we have Johan and Seb in this team, mm -hmm. you can feel the old team vibes that they haven't had all year. So Misha is an incredible mind and they were playing incredible Dota. But there were some of these speeches that they were not getting before. And now they're getting them for the first time. So I'm listening to the screams and it sounds like the Johan and Seb from the old roster, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting transformation. Yeah, no, for sure. I I wouldn't know, but for sure. Like, I, I haven't had any other experience, basically, that I had. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I had some tier three teams before I joined OG, but it was like a huge transformation when I joined OG, and I know that they made me the player that I am. Uh, for sure, I was just like very eager to learn and like kind of put words into like the things that's happening in Dota without you even noticing that you're doing things. So you kind of like start understanding why you do this in the game. Uh, and you know, you kind of like, I don't know, it just becomes kind of like more easier to play and easier to get better when you, you can always notice your own mistakes and like you can notice that you know, how to play faster and all that stuff, like all those concepts that they taught me, like mm -hmm. everything, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Those two are like, so good at though, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, you cannot find anything who like else? that anywhere else, for sure. Yeah, who else do you, would you play with? If it was Johan and Seb did not exist, who else would you be playing with? Is there somebody that is like, okay, this guy, I think I can play with him? I mean, I was, um, Kind of interested with playing with Jesse again, but uh, he, I know he's in the EG and stuff. But you guys are killing me if you both go to EG. Eh? I, will, <laughs> I will be so involved. <laughs> I told you I'm staying in Europe. All right, that's my territory. I'm not going. You see what happens when you go to NA, okay? You, you drop out of the tournament right away. <laughs> I I just can't stop laughing when I see Amar play. Actually, like it just goes against everything that I've thought about offlanes and stuff. And it's just so. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I just can't. I just can't like take it. It's so funny. Like he, this last game even like he's playing Razor. He's having a rough game, right? Like his lane was rough mm -hmm. and stuff. And then you think it's an offlaner. What is an offlaner gonna do? He's gonna buy some. I don't know. He buys a hood or something so he can at least do something and fight. But then there's Amar. Then there's Amar who quick buys Midas as a offlane Razor. I, I just thought, I just started laughing like oh my god. This is it is so funny, and then then it's just suddenly top network, and then it's winning the game. Like I I don't know what yeah. what happened. I have a few. I mean, a funny story is that the other day we were playing and uh, BCM got stuck playing Sankin off lane, and he got dumpstered. And he was like, "How the fuck do I end up with this fucking hero in off lane? I'm a mid player. <laughs> Maybe I know how to play Sankin in the mid. Maybe." Yeah. But Zanke in the offlane, I have no idea how this line works, you know? Why am I here? Yep. <laughs> Was Amar playing some Huskar mid or something? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, because BCM is like, again, all of the three, well, not three of them, two of them are very sacrificial. Mm. Two of them are willing to yeah. sacrifice for the third. Yeah. So it's, okay, Yuragi, are you getting the carry now? Okay, well, BCM, you're playing the, the invoker. Now you get to carry. Well, the other guys, top network, farming camps and doing his thing. <laughs> so I think that the other mind, the other guys do not mind it to be sacrificial mm -hmm. as long as they're playing their lanes. 
Yeah. But when they get stuck with Sankin offlane, they're like, come on, why am I here? You know? Yeah. That makes and now sense. the Enigma. The Enigma is like, don't you have four people for me? Oh, yeah. yeah There's yeah, no yeah. fucking creep in the whole map. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, I mean, I like it when it works. It's really, really cool. Like they're <laughs> making super greedy lineups, and I don't, I don't know. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's very different from what other teams are doing. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Did you saw like the heat map from the Enigma Tiger? He was yeah. a whole game on yeah. the top lane. He yeah. it was like playing like a brood mother. You know, if you take if you go away, he takes your tower. Yeah. No, it's. It's different. Like there's so many. Like Enigma changes the game for sure. Like when you play plus four Enigma, yeah. it, it's it's a different game right away. And he's like getting blink BKB. He's like so greedy. Such a fucking greedy Enigma. Eh? <laughs> so greedy. He has all the items in the world. Yeah. Has this raid pack blink uh, BKB. It's true. The raid pack. Another uh, broken shit. Yeah. Uh, no raid pack. That item. I think it's so broken. It's so broken. I mean, yeah. that's how people are getting blown up, you know? You put 30% more damage into people, and they blow up. No, no, no. It, it reduces the damage output of the enemies 30%. Oh, so it reduces them, not yeah, you yeah. increasing no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was, like, testing some stuff, like, because I saw Liquid. Uh -huh. Who were they playing? Uh, anyways, they... Oh, they were playing T TSM? And mm -hmm. there was the Saberlight uh, Brew, he rushed uh, Urn into uh, the Wraith Pack. And then there was a uh, Mickey was playing Tiny, and then I was watching him jump in fight, using his combo on support, and the, the support just doesn't, doesn't care. He doesn't die, like, not even close to dying, like, that item is like something else, I don't know. Yeah, all these bursting heroes, like, if the enemy has Wraith Pack, and they use it, you, you, can, you can't do anything before he dies. It's so much... Mm damage reduction yeah it's pretty wild so would that affect a lot of tiny because tiny is all about blowing up people uh, mid tiny a little bit but uh, not the way I play tiny I buy eggs <laughs> dude I haven't seen a, a Topias tiny in a long time middle eh? because yeah, tiny yeah. Right, I don't know if people are playing it that way right now mid. yeah there's been a couple tinies mid and they basically do like the I've seen the brown boots into Blink, into Saber, and then they also buy the Shard at some point. Like They're mm -hmm. kind of like trying to become the right clicker, which I think is just... I, I don't like it at all. Like I like the... I don't know. DI9 flashbacks, the Tiny Aghanims is so strong. Mm -hmm. I think it's so strong right now. Yeah. And people are not... People are just sleeping on it. Okay. So, yeah. I remember also Jesse playing Tiny. That was a very fun Tiny. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse had a fun Tiny. But dude, that guy's playing amazing, eh? Look, it's, it's always hard because we cannot compare the best team in history, you know, with, with any team. It would not be fair to them. But mm. I feel a lot of pride. I feel very, very happy when I see this team play. Yeah. I, yeah. Taiga, I knew how good he was and I think he's playing amazing. He has yeah. some heroes, like his Nyx is fucking awesome. He's so good with Nyx. Yeah, and I think they're he plays all very just... different than Martin, eh? Yeah, 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 no, of course. I think he plays more aggressive than Martin, eh? He plays much more aggressive than Martin. I think he's willing to go in and, and die. It doesn't matter. The other day he went zero and seventeen and we won the game, <laughs> or zero and thirteen. What was he playing? Nicks. Oh, Nix. Oh, okay. 
but he was we saw the whole fucking map with him you know everything we saw everything mm. and he was just getting killed but by the time he was getting killed you know amar was farming for 35 minutes <laughs> he shows up you know yeah. very doing the game no, it's nice to have cores that like when you play these sacrificial heroes like if it, it doesn't feel bad when you know when you have trust in your cores that they are just they are gonna be there uh, at the end of the game like yeah you, you died for them you died for a good cause. There is a lot of really cool combos that I make the kids, that I saw the kids make. And it's it's very fun. And eh? they have a lot of really fun synergies. They were, they were playing the other day a, a, a game. Um, we were playing Ember and Amar was playing something else. And I think he was playing uh, Mars. Mm. And BCM said, I think he's in the trees. I think he's in the trees was enough for both of these guys just to fucking jump <laughs> immediately, you know, jump into the fog and immediately into the, the Mars ulti mm. and they catch everybody. Like that's it. We didn't have any vision. We didn't have anything, but they were both ready to commit. Yeah. And I think that a lot of players, you know, they get scared. Okay. What if I just go in an arena and I look like an idiot? This case yeah. Be a fuck. yeah. Okay. I have another arena in 45 seconds, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they just jump both of them. And I think that you guys were doing the same thing with Anna. Yeah, there was a lot I mean, of plays that you and Anna were like doing. When you, when you have that like, kind of mindset and like you're feeling it and you're just like, I don't know, there's like, like there's chances you take in Dota always and like the reads you have, like, oh my, yeah, like exactly like I think they're there on the high ground waiting or whatever, whatever. And if you are like in that state that you're like, you know, you're feeling it and stuff, you, you always go for it. You just try. Like, you never think, like, if they're not there, then, then what? Like, nothing happens, right? Like, it's whatever. Mm -hmm. But if they're there, then you get a huge reward. So, it's really cool when young players in a land, I mean, they're not in the main stage yet. So, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. That's going to be their first in, like, with an audience, right? Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Well, they have a, yeah, yeah. They didn't have Dubai audience. But, dude, it's going to be the first time that Seb plays in an audience since TI nine finals oh yeah that's true that's true we never played an audience last year or the yeah. year before the year before the year before yeah <laughs> uh -huh. it's gonna be fun so uh, what i'm gonna do is uh, dude with these uh this guy you think he's gonna finish the tournament just sit down back in his house and go back into retirement <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> yeah, i don't, don't think so it. What is he gonna do? He's uh, gonna have the, the itches when he gets home. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. be all itchy. He's gonna play twenty pups the next day, <laughs> and the next one. Yeah. I I am I am already waiting for the call of saying, okay, so we're gonna have to have two OGs. Yeah, okay, okay, I knew this was coming. I just wasn't sure when he was gonna come, but yeah, like I I feel that for next year, you know, maybe we have two OGs at this point. And yeah. the only thing we happen is that at the end of the year, only one can go to TI. But I mean, that is in a way rich problem, rich people problem, you know? If I have two teams that are ready to go to TI, sure, I think we can do that, you know? Yeah. We can figure out a, a solution. Yeah. We just have to get, okay. <clears throat> so Jesse is playing. We just have to liberate him from EG and move into Europe. <laughs> Seb cannot leave this game. He can't. <laughs> as much as he's trying, he can't. He's not gonna stop until Valve Valve just shut down the servers, and then he's gonna have like an old version of Dota that he's gonna save on his PC and play it until he's eighty years old. Yeah. yeah. So 
then Anna, it's like, can we get Anna to Europe? Remember when Anna was last year? <clears throat> I really think that the problem with Anna was the allergies as well fuck him up. Yeah. Because he was extremely yeah. allergic, so he never really enjoyed being in Lisbon. Yeah, yeah. So Johan was with allergies last the last two weeks, and he's been super sick because uh. he couldn't breathe, he couldn't sleep. So I think that there is a world where if Anna doesn't have to be in a place where he has allergies, that we could bring him back to Europe. I just don't think that he liked that whole vibe that we had in the house. Yeah, no, we had, a, we had a bad vibe, first of all, yeah. going into it, and then Anna was already a bit like like on the fence like he didn't yeah. wasn't sure about it anyway so then coming to that vibe probably just made it even worse yeah so i think that there's another different setup that we could do you know where we have apartments into a gaming house or something you know so everybody has their own independence so we don't have to do that and i know it's not exactly like the green thing but remember when we did the the burkan for ti for the uh, last sorry for the Close qualifiers for TI, the Adina Hotel. Oh shit, I just said the hotel. Well, the uh, the hotel, <laughs> the hotel, nah, Adina Hotel, I think we put it on one of the posts. The Adina Hotel in Copenhagen. Mm, yeah. Is that a better setup? But that is not a setup that you can be there for three months, you know? Yeah, no, no. Uh, it's, so you uh, have to find something different. It's, yeah, it's good for like uh, less than two weeks, I think. And then after that, it okay. can become a bit like. Uh, exhausting, I would say. So the only person that we will have to convince is, is Johan. Eh? Johan, I think, is the hardest. The hardest How is Johan? He, he doesn't have that. He's not feeling the daughter yet. Uh, Johan. <clears throat> okay, so Johan loves Dora. Mm. Super passionate about Dora. Just not passionate about playing Dora. Yeah. I don't think he wants to play Dora. Yeah. So... When he did the casting in Dubai, he loved it. He loved it. I thought he really find something that he was going to enjoy. And you know, it's a little bit more like he's around people, he's around community, everybody loves Dora in that group. He got to talk Dora, he did to be in the panel. He really likes it. And I think now as a coach, a standing up coach in the major, I think he's enjoying it. But mm -hmm. we have to figure out a way of how do we add to the project without destroying the project? Because we have Misha. We have Chu, we yeah. have Sepp, and we have Johan. Thinking about the game in a three-dimensional way. Because the way that we play right now is a little bit two-dimensional at times. But if they're so good at playing that game two-dimensional, then it's like, okay, well, come and stop me, you know? Yeah. Come and stop me. If, if you think that you're that good, then come and stop me. But we always play, you know, like Amar farming, and then one of the other sacrificials. And then we have like a few things that are core elements of this. And Johan was trying to switch things up. Mm. Like, hey, I think that you guys can play that way. But the guys were not really seeing it. So when we play the NP carry, you know, didn't work. Because you have to play in a very unique way to make that hero work. And it's always a flex, you know. Johan, we've been flexing the same fucking NP for three years. We pick yeah. up NP early because it can go off lane. Seb is an incredible off NP off lane. Yeah. It can go core and it can go five. Okay, yeah, but Amar doesn't play MP. Mm. And Yuragi didn't give a fuck about that hero, you know? Yuragi wants bottoms. He wants to play press buttons. I don't think he wanted to do a sprout into right-clicking as his buttons. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's how Dota is. Like, he can have the 
like no matter how smart you are then like it it doesn't really matter that much like when it comes down like because it, it's all about just getting the five guys to see the same picture basically like no matter like if there's a <laughs> kind of like you know like basic picture whatever that everybody sees it's so much better than the other one that maybe is like a bit more difficult 100%. to understand and stuff like that so it's definitely of course in the long run it it can be uh figured out by other teams of course but it's still you know it's the saying you train one punch for a thousand times it's much scarier than whatever yep. wait what is it saying i'm stupid i don't so know that's why i'm curious but yeah but I'm I'm like yes, the, the the saying is, I am scared about the person that has trained how to do one kick a thousand times, more than a person that has learned how to do ten thousand kicks one time. Yeah, yeah. You know? that, that's what I tried to say. <laughs> yes, uh, I I know I got you, buddy. You know, like the person that has done one yeah. punch or one yeah. kick ten thousand times, he knows how to do that punch or that kick. Yeah, yeah. So I think that now that Johan and Seb have seen this. I have a feeling that after the major, they're going to try to be more involved to try to expand this concept, you know? Mm. But again, I have no idea. I, I've only talked to jo to Seb. With Seb, I try to, text to I try to trade messages every day after the games. Okay. You know, Seb is, is the emotional element and he gives so much energy and so much love and so much support to someone, to everybody, <clears throat> that sometimes he just needs somebody to love him as well you know it's yeah. like hey dude i love you now you go and love yeah. them you know <laughs> that's nice and yeah dude so you're you're ready to come back like would you play tomorrow if the team was ready or any team was ready <laughs> or it's more like i i am starting to get my nails sharpened you know for a few months from now mm, i mean i've been sharpening my nails for the last <laughs> six months now i think and at some point i felt like i think it was like Two three months ago, suddenly I felt mm -hmm. like I mean I started winning more and I don't know, just started feeling better about my own game and more confident again. Like I was really like before that I felt like you know I'm all I'm just tier below the Smith players and all I have is just like some experience and like uh, I understand a couple things and that kind of stuff. But my mechanical side was kind of lacking and stuff like that. But now I feel like. You know, I I got my confidence back, and I feel like, you know, I feel I feel good about my my game. Basically, um, I've been like itching for a while, and now that the major started, I'm like I can't like. <laughs> I'm like. So what shit. is gonna happen to you if you're not playing during TI? You're gonna be climbing the walls of your house. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna be climbing some walls. Why do you always have to do these, eh? You and Anna and Johan. <laughs> it's just it's a schedule doesn't work for you guys, eh? You need. TI to finish, and you need six months of just finding life and finding Dota, and it makes sense, you know? And then you're ready to come back. But the moment yeah. this year, dude, it's like, we didn't even have two weeks, you know? Because yeah. I remember the night that TI finished, we had the talk, and then we decided the next day that Misha was going to be the person, and then I flew back to Spain, and I was, I, I was trying to take one week at the beach. Just mm. I went to a small village just to try to figure out if I could just find peace and warmth because <laughs> Romania was fucking cold and, and, yeah. and wet. I was like, I want warmth. And I spent the whole day, the whole day on the phone. 
the whole day. We didn't even have an off season. Misha didn't have an off season. Because, <laughs> you know, at the beginning, nobody wanted to play with Misha. And then uh, every conversation that we went with, it was like, wait, Topias and, and Johan and Seb are not playing? Mm. I'm like, obviously, you're a carry player and I'm talking to you. So, like, you know, it, it's, it's been like that. And and then we found Taiga. Taiga believed on the project, you know. He was the one that believed first. Then Amar, Amar, BCM, and BCM, and later when Yuragi. So, yeah. and by the time we had the team together, they had to start practicing immediately <laughs> because the season was starting in a week and a half, two weeks, you know? Yeah. And they've never played together. Yeah. And the first game was secret. I don't know if you remember. It was the 2-0 to secret. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like remember. I watched it. Yeah. yeah. So, there was no off-season, and secret had the same problem, you know? Secret had uh, yeah. Sumail and Ice, and... They had to immediately get into playing and to bootcamp and, and everything. So Mel was, I think, was going home and then he had to come back immediately to Europe. There was just no season. The season sucked this year. There was no yeah. season. No, I, I mean, for myself, I, I I don't know. I think I just needed to, like, take a step back and actually, like, kind of go through the years, the uh, 2018, 19, and 20, and 21, mm -hmm. like... Uh, I just needed to like look at it from a little bit further away because I never had the chance to like kind of stop and just like yeah let it sink in like what happened all these years and like uh, so I kind of like didn't learn to appreciate what I had and like uh, it's kind of like just uh, you know kind of mindlessly going through the days and just playing Dota and it, I was I was super burned out for sure and uh, I don't know just kind of like now having that time off and really letting myself to like look at these years and like what do I actually want to do and stuff and yeah it kind of made me realize like I I do still want to play Dota for a while at least and okay yeah. well that's good news for you and very bad news for everybody that plays against you <laughs> Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, I when I got a, a phone call again, not sure how much of this I want to be on podcast, but I got a phone call from Mark uh this week and said, I just want you to know that Topias is ready. He wants to play. <laughs> he understands that you're not gonna kick VCM, just he wants to play. But I want you to know. Okay, keep it in your mind. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was kind of like, uh, I don't uh -huh. think you should tell him. Like, I didn't want you to, I didn't actually didn't want him to say anything because it comes off like. I, I knew it, Topias. I knew it. I knew it. I read your interviews. I see you playing and you told me I'm feeling myself. That was, that was your message that you messaged me on Discord. I feel in myself and I feel that I'm good again. Dude, I know you. I mean, I mean, we live together. That was enough. That is enough for Topias saying, I'm fucking ready. Let's go, you know? But yeah. 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 So yeah, he I was like, I know that you're not going to keep BCM, but just keep him in mind if something happens. And after TI, let's have a real conversation. And I said, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Do you want to play all the positions? Do you want to play five? <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm, I, <laughs> I actually, like when I came here to Malaysia, I was a, a bit playing like off lane and a bit like four <laughs> and stuff. Like I wasn't... Uh, just kind of like uh, trying around, and then I just realized like after playing like one or two games off lane, and then I go into next one, I just automatically like mark the mid lane without even realizing, and then I'm just like, all right, I 
I forgot again. I'm not supposed to play mid right now. I wanted to play something else. Uh-huh. And then, then I played like, a couple other games, and then I realized, like, dude, I just want to play some mid here right now. I want to play mid. And I'm just like, yeah. all right, I'm, I'm never going to change my role. That's for sure. I was going to say, offlane got much fun. Much more fun when Amar plays it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to play the offlane that Amar plays. That one. I want to play the Midas, AC, Blinks. I would just be super stressed out. I would be so stressed out if I played that way because I, I feel like I would be like, oh shit, I need to do something. I need to help my team somewhere. I need to like, I don't know. I, I would I would be so like anxious playing that way. So. Yeah. I mean, you at the end of the day, you have to understand that it's, you're going to have to win the game, you know? <laughs> it's going to be your job to win the game. Yep, yep. He's, he's really, uh, I really admire him. Like, he's, he's really, really cool. He's like, he's completely different from the other offense, like, for sure. And uh, props to OG, like, you guys. Or we. <laughs> I don't know if it's prop to us. But it... <laughs> I think he's, he's the one bringing that and forcing that. Eh? I yeah, think it's uh, him. I think he, he brought it up. Yeah, and the four others, like, you know, they are enabling it, and it's it's amazing. I think that, I mean, I've talked about this in other podcasts. Uh, it is commendable. Somebody like Juragi, that is normally the one that gets sacrificed, and still, you know, join the game and say, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I'm going to have impact, you know. I know he's going to be the one taking the spotlight sometimes, you know. But Yuragi puts incredible stats. He pays super clean, you know, super clean. And he's constantly getting fucked in, in bad lanes. You know, it's constantly, <laughs> constantly, constantly, constantly. Because, yeah. dude, during TI, I don't know if you saw it, but you were the one getting fucked in lane over and over and over and over and over. And over. We yeah. have so many moments last year where Topias was like, like, okay, so even, even remember doing TI9 on TI8, like Somnus, you yeah. never picked a hero over Somnus. He picked uh, over you every single game. No, the dude, whole I, I, time. I watched some of those DI8 games and I just look uh-huh. back and I'm like, how did I even like survive mentally like all this like beatdown? Like I actually feel like if I would go through that right now, like in games, I would I would just like uh, I don't know if I can take it, you know. <laughs> it's like it, I was getting stomped so many games, like almost every game and then there's like yeah, usually getting counter picked, and then there's like some ES4 ganking me. Plus, I'm uh, not as good laner as the other guy, and then he has like yeah. some hero that I actually cannot lane against. Oh man, those those games were rough, man. I remember, I remember because we actually even I don't know if you saw it, but Johan and Seb uh, did like um like a watch party of of TI8 uh, True Side and True Side, and they're both talking about that. Dude, they, the, there is a line that I was like, the way that they think they're going to win is by always giving Somnus a perfect game. Yeah. But we are not going to let them win that way. Yeah. But you're getting fucked every time. Every time. I remember, like, they were horrible matchups. Horrible, horrible, horrible matchups. The Ember into the, into the Conca. Like, you, you couldn't play. You couldn't yeah, play. Then I played some Invoker in the Bloodseeker. He was literally yes. denying every single creep. And oh man, I was having rough, rough games. Yeah. And you can see it in your camera. You're like, fuck, you know. <laughs> but it was like you yeah. never. He never broke you. Well, like he nearly, nearly broke you. There is some moment uh, you were like, uh, fuck this shit, you know. 
his props to my teammates, you know, Sepp and yeah. I guess Jesse and Johan, they all three, all of them are were like very calming and you know, you can trust them, you know, and they say okay, it's all good, you're like, okay, it's all good. We keep playing. I think that was that was Anna for you as well, you know? Like you knew that even though you were getting fucked, you knew that Anna was getting a good game. So yeah, you were like, yeah. okay, I hope this guy can win the game later because I'm useless for the next 15 <laughs> yep. minutes, you know? Yep. But you, you found ways to coming back into the game every time, eh? Yeah, you, you found a way. Like that invoker game that you're mentioning, yeah, you were falling behind, but then you found a little bit more, you know, space between 15 and 25, and you were back there, you know, in the top four of network. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was uh, it was the Seb X game, and he was just making some space. Yeah. I could literally just AFK hit jungle creeps and press on strike. It's a good game. Yeah. Did you saw Yuragi playing? Sorry, like the BCM playing Invoker yesterday with the Xor, the one that you mentioned with the yeah. with the Midas. It was a great combo, fun combo, you know, the Mars into the into the Sun Strike, and yeah. they have a few other setups, the Enigma into Sun Strike. So it's funny, any of the heroes could Sun Strike you. From any place, you know? Sorry, yeah. any of the heroes could set up a sun strike. Super yeah. fun. Very, very interesting idea. Because then before it was like, okay, well, the carry has the stop and then the sun strike. But if any of the four other players can uh, stun you into sun strike, oof, then it becomes super dangerous. Yep. A lot of burst. A lot of burst, yeah. Huh? And I think, you think Xor Invoker is, because people don't play that much, it's getting a little bit of a bump. Because it, it looked very strong. And Cataclysm right now with, with uh, Enigma is obviously stupid, you know? It's stupid. What a stupid uh, combo. It's, uh, it's definitely been buffed a little bit while they've been nerfing the Gwaspex. But it's like, mm -hmm. people are still... I mean, before, like, di 8, people were all playing, like, Exhort. And then it took them, like, two years, almost, for everybody to switch into Gwaspex because yeah. it was way superior. And now I, I think it's kind of, like, leaning towards like being kind of even and stuff like there's games for both but i think some games people are still going quest and they should be going exhort uh but yeah it's a definitely like very very different way of playing the hero because you are literally just sitting mid and then you're the guy who needs babysitting instead of quest is the guy who runs it out runs around like babysitting yeah. the others but yeah, it, it pays off some games really well. And then some lanes, it's like really strong also when you are exhort because some melee heroes, for example, cannot last hit and it's more dangerous for sure. Do you think, the last question for you, do you think, do you think there's still, because I remember you, one of the things that I always like about you is you could play melee heroes mid. You played all of them. Are yeah. there any viable melee heroes mid right now besides Kunkka? Yeah, there's a lot. There's or a the lot. Voids, you know, the, the Void Spirit? Yeah, the, I mean, there's there's a lot, right? There's the Void Spirit, there's the Pangolier is very popular, Nine mm, okay. loves that, and uh, Ember is <clears throat> kind of popular also. What else is there? I mean, Tiny, sometimes people play Tiny mid, and I think our Spirit is pretty, pretty nasty. Okay, Europe. can you play tomorrow on the stream? Just ping me, I want to see you play in our Spirit. Uh, when you, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's late, course. it's very late for you right now, right? Yeah. It's 2 a.m.? Uh, what is it? 1 a.m. 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Yeah, ping me tomorrow and we'll do that. But yeah, dude, uh, Tobias, I see you great, dude. You sound and and feel full of energy, dude. After yeah. TI, I feel that everybody was just dead inside. 
Johan had no light on his eyes. You had no yeah. light on his eyes. Everybody was like, fuck this shit, you know? We need a break. But now yeah. look at you, you know? You're radiant. Yeah, I feel the future is bright. That's what I feel now. After TI10, That's I felt like I need to find some future. Like, I, I don't see it right now. And now I can see it again. So that's nice. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Malaysia. So it's my yeah. birthday. I'm going to see you on my birthday on oh. the 28th. So we were supposed to fly out on the 27th night or 28th, but I decided to stay one more day with Tom okay. uh, for my birthday. So we'll have to find a cool restaurant or something cool to do there, and we can all go together on the 28th. All right. Nice. <laughs> it's going to be my first time in Malaysia. I'm super excited. Oh, I'm going to be wearing the OG jersey everywhere to see how many times people stop me. <laughs> That's going to be. All the time. If you go outside. All the time. All the time. Dude. Because when I go with Johan in LA, I mean, we get recognized maybe once every day, once every two days. In yeah. Lisbon, no one ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever has said anything to us. So Here? You think in Malaysia, go... if you go, you and me on the street, yeah. you will get stopped? Uh, on the streets, just depends. If you go like malls and stuff, for sure, yeah. You're going to get stopped. Fuck. Yeah. Do you know, like, I have a massive syndrome or complex syndrome because... I've been a COVID CEO. I've never gone to an event with you guys, with audience. Oh, this is the first yeah. time I'm flying on Tuesday. Yeah. So I've never had a fan saying, hey, I'm fan of OG. I've never seen them. Because when <laughs> I joined OG, I was already in COVID. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know you guys are famous. You know, I know you guys are big <laughs> deals. I just never seen it. <laughs> I don't feel that. Maybe here a little bit, actually. Yeah, It, it does feel like yeah. it. Like you're a bit famous, uh, like you go out That's to eat in a restaurant and stuff. You almost always you get some people asking pictures like, "Hey, Topson, is that you?" Yeah. I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god, are you Jay from from the Monkey Business show? Can I take, <laughs> can I take a photo with you?" <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. How is to wrap things up? How are my my wife and, and Rina? All good? All the good wife and the kid. Yeah, they're healthy. Everything is fine. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too exciting, I guess. Rina is growing, yeah. almost two years old soon. Says, awesome, talk some words and stuff, but doesn't really speak properly yet. But she's maybe she's active. speaking Finnish. Yeah, she actually speaks like English words. So I'm like, kind of like, oh okay. shit, I, I failed. I, I failed my job. Like I need to teach her Finnish some more. So yeah. she can speak Finnish with me. Obviously, I haven't met either, either Rina or Mawar, so I will meet oh, all of you guys yeah. when we go there. So. It's exciting. Uh, it's super exciting. Tobias, thank you so much for staying so late for me uh, to help me do this podcast. Uh, love seeing you like this, full of energy. I've been watching your stream. I go to bed every day with you. I know it sounds weird, <laughs> but you and I go to bed together every night. I put oh, my laptop nice. next to the bed, and I hear your, your soothing <laughs> voice, you know? While I'm raging at the games and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yes, yes. That's how I go to bed every day. So when your nights are, when your games are better, uh, my sleep is more peaceful. Right, I'll when try to the games are not keep good. that in mind. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, dude, enjoy the rest of the major, and I'll see you on the twenty fourth. I think I will, I will make it there because I'm leaving on the twenty third Monday, so we will there arrive on the twenty fourth. So oh, okay, nice. I don't know if we're gonna meet with you until. I mean, we can have dinner if you want, but I think we're filming the twenty. 5th and 26th. Okay. 
somewhere there. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Thank you, Topias, again. And thank you for having me. Bye.